party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, I am joined by my friend Cat Cool for a game of Josh Jordan's The Sky is Gray and You Are Distressed. The Sky is Gray and You Are Distressed is a game about Frank and Meg, two people in a long-term relationship. Meg has a secret, Frank knows that Meg has a secret, and over the course of their conversation, that secret may or may not come to light. It is a simple, evocative, and beautiful game that uses a series of scripted questions to create this intense, intimate conversation between people who have known each other for a very long time. As you can imagine, it is thoroughly my jam. Extremely my jam. You may know Kat as the former game master and showrunner of the Campaign podcast. Uh, She is currently developing Autonomic, which is a family-friendly actual play about a group of 12-year-old protagonists in the vein of an Avatar The Last Airbender. You can find more information about that at Autonomic Pod on Twitter. Since this episode was recorded, it was also announced that Kat is one of the world builders and setting designers of Burn Bright, the official role-playing game of the Roll20 Virtual Tabletop, a game that sounds just unbelievably cool and awesome, and I cannot recommend it enough. You can find more information about that in the show notes. Kat is also one of the hosts of Never Tell Me the Pods, one of... Personally, my favorite Star Wars podcast on the internet, which you can find at NeverTellMeThePods.com. Before we dive in, a quick reminder that I'm going to be at Mag Labs this weekend running panels, playing games, hanging out, and having a great time. If you're in the Alexandria, Virginia area from September 7th to the 9th, you should swing by and we should hang out, because it's going to be a great, great show. And with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so excited to sit down with Cat Cool Cat. Thanks so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Uh, I've wanted to do this for a while. I know. it's. I'm so happy that we finally get to play a game together. This is going to yeah. be so much fun. It is. Um, it is. So real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment to uh, let the audience know. Um, they probably know most, like a lot of what you've worked on, but why don't you give them <laughs> a moment? Take a moment uh, and let them know anything you might want them to know about. Sure, sure. Um, so, uh, historically, I've done a lot of work with the One Shot Podcast Network. Um, I've recently departed, but they still do really great work, and you can find them at oneshotpodcast.com. Um, the stuff that I am doing now, I'm in like a very transitional period. I'm about to go off and uh, do a bunch of like uh, just independent projects. Um, and, uh, in addition to my freelance work, which I mostly can't talk about yet, since you've managed to grab me in a time, Jeff, where I can't really plug things. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, but the one thing that I can talk about, which I feel very strongly about, is a program called Never Tell Me the Pods, which is um, a Star Wars discussion podcast, which is like, man, not many of those on the internet, huh? I know, <laughs> um, right? But I, I host it alongside my good friends, uh, Pranks Paul, uh, Johnny O'Mara, and James D'Amato. So uh, that's that's a fun thing that I that I like to do. Uh, we we talk about a Star Wars and uh, tend to not be very negative and. I don't think a lot of people do that. <laughs> I, I will say there are a lot of Star Wars podcasts, but yours is the best. So I think Aww. that's fair. I think it's perfectly fair to plug that because it deserves to be listened to by a lot of people. Thank you. It is Thank very you very good. much. Thank you. Um, As somebody yeah. that is cursory, like cursory a Star Wars fan, I think it is very good. <laughs> uh, that's that's one of the things that we definitely strive to just be like, a, I, I don't like how... 
how gatekeepery a lot of the fandom space with Star Wars stuff can be at all. Uh, None of the hosts do. We'd like to foster a welcoming environment because, hey, have you heard of Star Wars? You probably have. Um, And if you've heard of Star Wars, guess what? You're like, and you liked it? You're a fan. End of story. Um, And there's a place for you within the fandom. And I I, I wish more fandom spaces were like that. I think that's an important that's a very important space in fandom is that is to be that person that's like hey you like a thing let's make it like more exciting for you and really like help you become like a bigger fan of that thing yeah yeah so that's what we try to do we try to just be like a informative and fun happy space uh so very good so uh this week on the show we are playing the sky is gray and you are distressed it is a game about a conversation between Two good friends uh, named Frank and Meg. Uh, as you are playing Frank, uh, let me ask you first, what are Frank's pronouns? Uh, Frank's pronouns are uh, he, him. He, him. Uh, Meg is uh, she, her. Uh, they, they're good friends. Uh, Meg has a secret. Frank does not know that secret yet. And they're going to have a conversation in which that secret is going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't it is, have to in your game. It will in ours. <laughs> it abs- it undeniably will. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've done since we have. Why don't you uh, give me the brief description from the game of what Frank of who Frank is, and I will do the same for Meg. Uh, when Jeff Jeff was uh, gave me the option of picking between these two people, and uh, the game does give br- very brief dis- descriptions, and I saw Frank's and was like. I must play Frank. This was very evocative for me. So uh, one of you will play Frank. Some people call him shy. He used to play soccer. He carries a nice umbrella. Uh, and one of you will play Meg. She is a volunteer firefighter who never swears. She collects winter coats. I love this. I, I'm already a big fan. Already on board. Yeah, I'm bought in. All right. So uh, we have, I have chosen a secret uh, and... The game lasts a little under an hour. We will have our discussion. We have some question prompts. Uh, We'll kind of follow them through where the discussion takes us. And then when the conversation is done, the conversation is done. Mm -hmm. So uh, why don't, as you have the first prompt, why don't you begin? The sky is gray and one of us is distressed. We don't need to say which one of us is distressed. We both know. We've known each other for a long time. And we know when there's something between us. We need to talk. We need to clear the air. I'll go first. Meg, when you look at me, who do you see? I see... I see... The person that... (sighs) It's a tough question. It... I see the person that makes me feel like a person, sometimes. You know, not not all the time, but sometimes I see the person that makes me feel, you know, I, I feel like I can be a real, real actual person around you in a way that I don't often get that around other people. Sometimes being around people, it makes me feel like, well, I don't feel the quite the same around other people. That's kind of how we are together. You know? Okay, now it's my turn. Who am I to you? How do you describe me to people? Um, 
Uh, well, you're my best friend. I mean, that's been automatic for a really long time now. Is that, is that it? I mean... I mean, no. Like, like you're my... I mean, that's... Okay, so that's the basic description, right? But, like, I guess it's it's way more complicated than that. You're like... You're like my sister. You're like, um like chosen family um it's it which is weighty yeah and it's supposed it's uh, is it is it messy because i feel like human people we, we're supposed to be like relationships i guess is what i mean not humans or people that's weird that's weird phrasing ignore that um that's supposed to be like messy right like it can't just be one thing and i, I don't know it just sometimes feels like it's feels like it's one thing sure um no, it doesn't. I mean, I think at one point it was like clean, but it's not anymore necessarily, which isn't bad. It's just how relationships go, especially when they've lasted a long time. Like if you right, like like family's complicated. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess that's what I wanted. Or what I want. I don't know. It's hard to... It's hard to put into words. There's... There's a lot that I kind of need to say, but I don't know how to say it. But I guess... Messy okay. is... I guess messy is good. Well, um... So, let's try this then. When, uh... When I look at you, who do you think I see? I think you see... Uh... It's so easy to, I feel like the easy answer is not, it's just going to raise so many, it's going to raise questions that I'm not fully equipped to answer yet. So I'm going to avoid the easy answer and say, I think you see the memories of the times that we've shared and of the stuff that we've done together. If that makes sense. I think that you, I think that you see the person that you've played board games with and the person that you have drank craft beers with at the local bar right mm -hmm. like i think you see the person that when you got your promotion was there and bought everybody at the bar a margarita and then a lot of people didn't drink their margaritas so like we drank their margaritas and it was admittedly a pretty good night i probably shouldn't have drank those margaritas it messed up the wiring <laughs> in my brain but it's fine it happens but I think that you see a person. Is that? Hmm. Do you do you think that I I only think of you in like past tense like that though? I don't. I guess I guess my question is, and this is a two part question, and I think this might open up the door to the discussion that we need to have. Because I think that you know that there is something on my mind right now. Hmm. I think you can see it more than anybody. Can you... I guess the first question is, can you see me in the present or future tenses? Specifically in the future. And the harder question, the weirder question is, what's that like? Seeing someone in the future. 
What do you mean? Like, okay. I'm trying to, you look scared, but I'm trying to stick with you. I don't fully know how it feels. I guess the way my brain is wired, I don't fully know what it means to see, to picture the future, how things will play out. I can guess at them. I can predict things. I can predict probably, like I can make predictions, but like in my brain, I don't, I, I've never, I don't know that I've ever had that moment of like, I can see us in a future. Sure. But okay. So you're, yeah, I guess you always have tended to like, be very rooted in the moment. But the past isn't... I mean, but the future's not... I, I guess I don't have the ability to project like that. And so I'm just wondering if, okay. if you do see... So, yeah. So, I mean... um, Okay. So, sure. Yeah, of course I do. Because, like... That's I I do that for me, right? So for for me, I'm like, um, I I guess what I want down the line is I I guess I think of things in terms of what I want, right? Mm-hmm. So um, like, uh, I want to not just like work at the bike shop, but have my own. You know, mm-hmm. that's um, and um, I'd like to have a dog, you know, that like, and I think that those are attainable goals, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I get, those are directives that I, I could get behind. Yeah. And so I see you um, and you already seem on a pretty smooth trajectory. Like you're doing the whole firefighter thing and that seems stable and it makes sense for you. So I don't know why that would change. Um, you seem fulfilled in it. Um, you haven't changed a lot, actually, in the time that That's I've known you. Kind been... of. It's how I was made. I'm not really built for change. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, you haven't always taken it that well. But I don't know that you need to, because, That's... again, things are, like... I don't know the firefighter's a job that's going to be around forever, right? I, I, I guess, yeah. I guess it's it's I guess I guess I was made with job security in mind, which is great. But I, I guess I don't really I don't know. It's hard to really put into words. Um Um I'm not like you, Frank. Well, sure, but that's okay. I I hope it is, because I, I think it is, because I've really enjoyed hanging out with you and being your friend. I've liked what we've had, but I really kind of, I don't know if you know the full scope of when I say that. Um, cause when I say things like, 
the way my brain is wired. And, you know, directives. I feel like you've got th this look on your face like you don't fully... Well... It's not like I haven't... Okay. You treat... Uh, you say that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but a, a lot of people's brains are wired differently. Um, and like, that feels safe to me. Sure. I've known you so long. Yeah. Um, I, I feel pretty comfortable with how you think. Um, about most things, at least no, the ones that you share with me, right? Yeah. So, um, I guess, like, is there is there something else? Because, like, you you treat like you treat it like there's an. Whenever you say that, you make it seem like there's something that that I I'm not seeing, and I feel like I'm. I still see you. I guess my question, and there's really no other way to say it than to just kind of come out and say it, because I haven't come out and say it in a long time, is like, do you see me? Do you see me for, like, all that I am? And that is to say, because, like, you know, you've known me longer than anybody. You've known me my whole life, even if I haven't known you for all of yours. Even if it's only been, like, I guess, like, four or five years? I'm not like you. Because when I say my brain is wired, or when I say that I'm not built for something, I'm being literal. Okay, Meg, I thought so. No, I I mean, like, it's, I, I, they, they told me not to tell anybody because there's a, I've, I've seen the movies and I know how people get around the whole thing, but they, uh, I'm, I'm being like a hundred percent literal. Like my brain was wired. I was built for certain things because I'm not, I am. I'm a, a robot. You're a robot? I'm a robot. An android, technically, if we're getting technically specific. So when I say I'm built in a certain way, when I say that my brain is wired a certain way, I'm, I'm being literal. And I just, I guess my question is, when you describe me to people, are you describing a person or are you describing a series of functions? Because the end goal, or rather what I want, and there's the directives of what I'm built to do, but then there's also the much trickier question of what I want. Because I wasn't really supposed to want anything. I was kind of just supposed to fit in and do a job. But, so I guess my question is, 
Are you describing a person? Am I doing what I want? And that is to be a person. I know this is a lot to drop on on you, even as my best friend. I'm sorry. I'm a little worried because... How would I know you're a robot, Meg? I... It's... It's one of those things where it would be a lot easier if I could just, like, pop off my face and you could see the thing, but kind of the way that I'm, the, you know, being designed the way that I'm designed, the face is not, like, it would, you'd see the seams, it's a whole thing. Um, okay. Take this fork. Sure. And stab me in the hand. I'm not gonna do that. Just, just no, humor me. No, Meg. Humor I'm not me. going to do that. Look. Humor me here. No. Why not? <laughs> because I'm not going to hurt you. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I uh, let's see. Um Let's see. There's got to be another way that I can convince you. Okay. I I got one. Remember when we got stuck in the rain? Remember when we went to the amusement park and it was raining and yeah. we had to go from, we had to run, run through the park. Mm-hmm. Remember how like, remember how for like two weeks afterwards, I, 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 I couldn't really like do anything because I was all, I had like joint damage and it was like, I was real like stiff and kind of uncomfortable. And I was doing that thing where I was kind of like, not quite, I wasn't really like going out because I was like, I, my, my joints are all jammed up. Sure. There's cause that's because there was a cut and some water got in and a joint got rusted. It's a sort of synthetic steel. It's hard to really explain. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like it's all there. I just I I feel like it's one of those things where the more you think about it, it's it's the only way to really explain it is to just be like, look back at everything and look at everything and I think it'll kind of come into view. You think you're a robot? I don't think I'm a robot. I mean... Uh, okay. Um, when were you made? Five... Five years ago? What, what day is it? It's May. It's... Some day... It's five years, three months, two days, and... 11 hours, 47 minutes, and 13, 15 seconds ago. What were you made to do? Just do a job. Be a firefighter. Service, service, service bot. It was a, considered a dangerous job, so they kind of just assigned it to somebody. We figured the lab, like, we, we, but we, like, the lab figured it was easier to start at the volunteer level. Okay, are there other firefighting robots? Not to my knowledge. But that's also because I haven't exactly been in touch with the lab in the last few years. How many years? How long have we known each other? Four? Yeah, four years, Meg. Yeah. Uh, about about when I moved, I didn't exactly move on the best terms. I I wasn't exactly supposed to leave 
Manhattan. Okay. So. I mean, I'm assuming they may have built more. I can't really confirm or deny that. But I also feel like I don't want to go into I don't want this to be like I'm not trying to like blow your mind or go into like a whole conspiracy thing. This is sort of I'm just trying to be real about who I am. And no, (laughs) I guess who in quotation marks, you know. Uh, what would happen if you were damaged then? What would you do? I've got a shop in the garage in my place. You've seen it. Yeah, you've been, you went, that's where we, it's where we fixed up the skateboards. Remember? Mm -hmm. Remember I have that little metalworking shop? little tool shell little tool little yeah. toolbox yeah i'm this just meg i'm pretty sure you're a person you've never seen me get hurt you've never seen me sick except when i had achy joints You've never seen me. You've never heard me talk about the future. You've never really heard me talk about anything other than work. Than directives, than plans, than actions. Yeah. I guess it just makes sense because we're both similar like that. Um... Okay, so You've also never seen me age I mean, I don't know I guess I know know that we're like close And you don't really notice those things over time But like I know I look the same because I don't, I won't ever age. I'm going to be 26 forever. Okay, so I guess, okay. Either, either way, I guess. You mentioned about wanting to be a person and wanting things um and and things that you can't let people know, right? So mm-hmm. I have two questions about all of that. So yeah. What are, what were you hiding there? What what can't be seen by people? And like how how is that a part of you? And uh what does it mean to you? It I mean I can't really let anybody know that there are androids 
taking the place of people. Because, like, I don't know how wide scale it all is, because I'm I kind of left, and but, like, the second people, like, learn that, it kind of becomes a real specific narrative. And so, like, I mean, it took me, it took me four years to tell my best friend. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of felt like we've been best friends since we met, right? Like, I kind of feel like it's just been, you know, fun. Like, it's we've been, been hanging out, you know. And it took me four years to be like, hey, this is something that you should know about me. And so, like, I, ca- I can't let people see that. Sure. And, like, that's I guess that's, like, the easy practical answer, but, like, the harder answer is I don't want people to see that I don't have a future. Why do you think you don't have a future? I can't I can't picture one. I, I'm kind of I'm built for the present. I'm built for it's like you said, I'm kind of I'm I'm do I'm doing well and I've got my I'm here where I'm supposed to be and that's kind of it. Like I don't have a next step because I don't think that I wasn't really built for next steps. I was built to do a thing. Okay, okay. So in my model where Meg isn't a robot, but Meg's just going through something right now. That's the most alarming thing, right? Because it says to me that you're scared of, I don't know, of allowing yourself something. And I don't want you to do that. Sure, in that in that in that hypothetical situation, I could see how that would be the case. I mean, I literally cannot get to that point, but yeah, I could see how that would be the case. Were it a thing that I was just going through some stuff, and were this not the reality? Okay, fine. And if you are a robot, then you said that you want to be a person. Yeah. Then that's code that you've already overwritten, right? I think so. elaborate right so why would a robot who's built to have like do a job to be a firefighter start having desires start wanting to be a person yeah that's i I guess i i see where that's i see where you're coming from with that and that's kind of what i've been dealing with but i still i feel like you know, I, I, I feel like I got to this point and that's kind of it, right? Like now I'm here and, and so maybe 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 they're both right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm here and I'm a person, but like the way that I'm built, I just don't have the thing to take that next step. And I don't even know what that next step would be. And so I guess uh, I guess that makes a lot of sense. And I don't, okay. I don't know what the next thing is. Okay, well, that if you were a robot, um, to me, it would be the reason that you wouldn't do that is because you don't have, okay, the frameworks to know how to, like, search and decide based on prior stuff what you'd be well-suited to and what those wants would be, right? Because the current want is for something more and you don't know what that thing is right right so then you just need to 
fill those data banks. And it's it actually sounds like a problem that a lot of like teenagers have. So I think you need to talk to like a guidance counselor. You keep saying if I were a robot. Mm-hmm. Why can't if 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 you are if if you are indulging this, even if you don't believe me, which I am a little hurt by, but I understand it's a lot to take in. Why I'm, do you need to keep qualifying it? Because I want you to entertain the possibility that perhaps your Meg, we don't talk about New York. We don't talk about this other stuff in your life. And we don't talk about anything before I moved here. You never, at, you've never, you know, you know, you've never. It's never come up, and it's come up. But have you, I've, you have to have noticed that I've dodged every question yes, about before I, I have, moved here. I have, and I don't push because you get you dodge, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And I don't like. It seemed like this, like. I, if I pushed, I would be entering into perhaps like trauma-ridden territories, and there you are a little bit, but like not the ones that you're thinking of. But I also you it, you can only push back about a year or so before we met. Before it's just I was an algorithm, I was some parts in a in a warehouse. But okay, pretend you're like imagine for a moment that. That you were a person, that we were roughly sure. the same age as I clearly yeah. have thought that we were. And you came to me with this proposition. Uh, and I thought that my friend, whom I knew for only this period of time and who doesn't talk about her past uh, and has all of these fears about the way she lives her life and has an inability in the way, like in moving forward, I, I, concerned that that maybe you're asking for help for something in a different way in a, in a way that that you've chosen to use this conversation about robotics instead of tackling these elements of your past because frankly Meg like I I haven't heard about androids at this level it's because it's I was the first and it's a whole thing. And I, I, I guess I just it's there's a lot that you haven't heard about. And I again, I don't want this to be a whole con- like I'm not there's I'm not trying to tinfoil hat. This I, whole I'm not thing. I'm like and I'm not trying to engage you there. You know that I'm not I'm not which is why I'm trying to focus on what's actually going to be helpful to you on either side of this. Right. Mm hmm. Yes. Because either way, you're scared of moving forward in your life. Yes, that is correct. It's something that I'm not built for. And I don't know if I am equipped for it. And I'm afraid that if I move forward, it will lead to someone getting hurt or figuring something out that they shouldn't figure out and that they shouldn't 
they'll know something they shouldn't have known and that that will cause someone to get hurt. I'm worried that you're going to back away after we have this discussion and for fear of getting hurt. What would make you think that I'd do that? I I don't know. Don't you ever... Do you ever wish that you just never met me? Do you ever feel like it would be easier if we just hadn't met? No. Because, like, even in, even in the possibility that I am a person... Sure. I'm a really... I'm a really weird person. Sure, but, like... Honestly, no. That, yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're weird. Um, but um, I, but everyone is, and um, it's not like I'm not. And like, I'm not going to say that our relationship is easy. This isn't easy, but um. I don't think that there's any point in regretting the past, right? Like, what's, frankly, what's the point? Um, I, I like- Yeah, I, I can't regret the past. I can't, I don't, I don't have that. So yeah, I feel you there. And I like who I am now. I like what I want to do. I like everything about my life. And a large part of that is you and the things that we've done and made together. Um, I don't think I'd be me without you. So no, I don't, I don't regret meeting you at all. And uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't think like that. Uh, okay. My turn. Yeah. Um, is there, is there a part of you that, like, hasn't, I guess the term would be, like, lived yet, or, I don't know, come online, um, Is there a part of you that's still No. No, I don't think there is. I think in as much as I can define the word I would say I am fully and truly alive. And I have you to thank for that. I think that I can I can look back on where I started when I got here and who I was, and I can look back on our friendship and I can I can picture the machine that I was and the person that I am and say I am I have lived these last I wouldn't say four years, but like at least three of those four years I've I've lived. 
I, I have... There's a very specific routine that I am built... F- I, 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 I have deep in my, in my brain, right? And I, I think you've seen it better than anybody. Like, I wake up, I go to work, I'm 15 minutes late for work, I make up an excuse, yeah. I work a full day, I come home, I cook a dinner, mm-hmm. meat and potatoes, maybe some vegetables, I eat, I shower, and I go to bed. It's a routine that is it is ingrained in my in my framework. And I I I don't I don't do that anymore. I haven't in a long time because I have I have other friends, but it's almost it's more you than anyone of like I, I'm broken from that. And that feels like alive to me in as much as I can define that that phrase. Okay. I'm I'm not just a routine. I'm starting to feel like you might be a robot. I've been thinking back on like Meg, are you a robot? Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah. Um You 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 can do the fork thing if you really want to do the fork thing. Don't want to do the fork thing. Okay. Christ. Um, okay. Okay, it's it's very it's very good. It's great. It's great that that you're alive. It that's wonderful. That's um it really is. Uh Do you have a way to check your subroutines and everything? Not so, I I could plug like I can I can scan them. Like if I close my eyes, it kind of is a little bit like what I what I have read is like dreaming, but it's mainly dreaming about like DOS interfaces. Okay. So like if there was anything other than your firefighting firefighter programming in you, would you know? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes, and there there isn't, but the question is, if I am alive, yeah, and if this is the only program that I have, is this it? Am I done? I wh- why why? Just I, I just want to know what to expect if I'm going to be around for a while because I don't really have a. They didn't, like, Blade Runner me. They didn't put a date where I'm gonna stop being alive. It's just I go until, I guess, the the parts break down. I think I was eventually supposed to, like, get operating system upgrades or something. Well, then I, I think that, no, you just, you just create the program. You just create the program, Meg. But I guess the thing to be... I, the, Okay, so now I wasn't before. I wasn't like I wasn't like freaking out about a conspiracy before, but now I'm like, why the hell I, did I, they let you? Why the hell did they let you leave New York if they like, and and have you just infiltrate like a fire a fire they, department? They didn't let me leave. They I I left. I fled. They were just going to keep me in New York, and I guess you watch me and figure out how to make more better me's. And all right, I'm gonna give you one minute. 
you have one minute to tinfoil hat this as much as you want. And then I'm going to add, and then we're going to, we're going to dial it. Then we're going to come back. We're going to okay. breathe. Okay. All right. Um, now. Okay. So like why, um, so I believe you that you escaped. So, but like, um, Meg weapons program. Is this part of a weapons program? Uh, I don't think so. I believe it is just, uh, I believe it was, it was sort of a functional thing. There may have been military applications for it. I left before that was a, a conversation that was Sure. Happening. But how do we check you to make sure that it's not in you? Because if it's in you, then we have to get it out of you, right? And then, and then do we have to go get it out of other people? What, is this what our life is now? I don't think this is our life now. I think this is, I think that. I've I've run the subroutines pretty thoroughly. It's pretty much just firefighters all the way down. Okay. Um why do they make a firefighting thing? What like it what seemed if, like this a is... functional job to perform. It seems like a service for society, and that's a minute. Uh, okay. Uh, we're gonna return okay. to this. We can return to the conversation later. Okay. Uh, there will be further conversations had about this, but it's a lot of stuff to unpack right now, and I, I, I firefighter robot. Understand. I need to kind of like get. Yeah, I get it, Meg. Yeah, okay. These things will come up as our Fire, as we as our friendship unfolds. Firefighting robot. You got to admit, in the grand scheme of things, it's not as bad as it could be. I think. No, 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 no. It's no. It's not. It's not. It's just. It's really confusing. It seemed like it, I'm, if I had to guess, and this is, they didn't really, like, inform me on things, I would guess that it was a job that helped people that didn't, that was dangerous, and that people sort of, they kind of figured it, people wouldn't mind if somebody that couldn't get hurt or could be replaced took over a job that put real people at harm's way. If I had to guess. That would be the logic that I think is in my subroutine. Yeah, okay. Okay? Okay. 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 It's my turn. Okay. Now that you know this, now that you're, you know all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Now that we're, we're openly talking about the reality of the situation. Yeah. Is there some part of you that feels trapped? Oh, Meg. <sighs> okay. Because you I... can, you can go. Yeah. No, not. Not by this. Is there some part of you that feels trapped otherwise? Not, um... I was thinking that we... shouldn't be roommates. I thought this was going... I thought that was going to be the conversation. You don't want to be roommates? And I was going to be like, yeah, we shouldn't be roommates. You don't want to be my roommate anymore? Well, (laughs) I don't think we're that good at being roommates. But is this about the dishes? Because like I can do the dishes. It's it's more like about having. I just don't. I don't like having to like rely on people instead of want to be with people. And I think that that's a messed up part of me. And I think it's having a negative effect on our relationship when. Like before, I I used to look forward to just getting to see you all the time. 
And whereas now I have to see you and it's not as like exciting, but that's not, but that doesn't, but that doesn't mean anything to what I, you know, like how I feel about you or, you know, I just, I really thought it was going to be about this. No, that computes. That checks out. That tracks. Um, I guess I can see that. I'm I'm struggling a little bit, but that's because I don't do change well. You know, you know how I am with routines. Yeah. This is a change, and I liked. You know, we've lived together for two years, and I've liked the 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 rely you know the reliability of that, and I'm not going to. But I also understand what you're saying. I I know that I know that I can be predictable in a way that is different when you're friends and when you're roommates. You know, there's one thing of being like, oh, that's Meg. I know what she's going to do tomorrow and being like oh that's meg i know the hours that she's going to be up and about in the apartment i i I understand the difference between that i I guess my question is how long have you felt this way i think about a year but i don't think i knew that it was getting to me okay because i'm i'm not I'm not that good at noticing. Um, That's an understatement. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I'm allowed one. I'm allowed one robot joke. I am allowed one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I just. I. I just noticed that I was missing my friend and we were in the same room. So I can't say I didn't pick up on something being different. I just don't really have the optics to kind of pick up on that stuff so well. Even even with my best friend, I don't really have that. I don't know that I don't think that it's a blame thing i don't think it is yeah i don't i think it i think that our our lifestyles are different and i i don't know that i could live i don't know that i can live with anyone at all i think that i might be a solitary unit you know and i might do better when i see people and and get to spend time with them on my own terms um but but now I'm also worried about you because of reasonable concerns. I guess what I would say to that is I don't want you to stay because of me. Yeah. If, if you have to go or if you want me to go, because I can I can leave like I can. I don't have that much stuff. 
if you want to to part ways as roommates, I don't want you to not do that because you are worried about me. I want you to feel like you can go. I I know this. It sounds corny and on the nose to say this, but I give you permission. I give us permission to part to to leave. I would rather be best friends than unhappy roommates. Me too. And and do you understand that this isn't because of any aspect of of your robotics? Of course. I understand that. I, I You do. This is this is your this is your programming, not mine. Okay, cool. So long as we're like Yeah, so long as you understand that, then I think that I think that we're at a good place with it. Yeah. Okay. Um Is there anything else that I need to know? Um I, okay. So, you've talked a lot about being scared about letting people know about you being a robot. And that makes a lot of sense to me, but I guess I, I don't know why. So... Is it a part of your programming to not let people know? Is it from observation? Is it something else? Because if it's if there's a gap there, m- maybe I do need to talk to you about some stuff. So, I guess the first question I want to ask is, we're still going to have movie night, right? Yes. We're still going to have movie night? Yes, we're going to have movie I, night. Because I know we only started that when we were roommates, but I really like it. We're still going to do movie night. Okay. So that, I guess my question, my, my answer to that would be, knowing what you know now, you can, does it make sense why I get uncomfortable when we watch like sci-fi movies? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And that's kind of why I'm like, Okay, did you have this fear about robot stuff before? Is this just since entering the world, right? It's pretty much just since kind of leaving the lab. Oh. Like, they kind of program. It was since kind of waking up and being alive. I-, I see that there's a lot of stuff out there that is kind of specific. Like, there's a lot of, you know, stuff yeah. about, like, oh, aliens and robots taking jobs and taking bodies. And it's a whole thing. And I guess I just didn't. I guess I guess that's just being alive is like being scared that people will not take you for who you are. Yeah. And I guess more than just uh m- my fears with people mistreating you isn't isn't just them being scared of you taking their jobs. I understand why that would happen from 
some of the stuff that we've watched, but them just not respecting you as a person. Uh, because even though, like, you are, right? I, 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 I think so. I mean, you are. I like to say that I am. Yeah, you are. And I think we've watched a lot of stuff where it's clear that robots are people. I think we, yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I like, I like those. I like, I like the ones where the robot is is respected and is a person because it. I don't know. It's it's nice. I like it. Yeah, but a, a lot of people aren't going to see it that way. Right, and that's why it's kind of a close personal friends thing or i guess it's just a you thing for now and then we'll kind of for now and then we'll figure out who else yeah yeah Yeah. take it take it by the person i guess yeah i kind of feel like i don't want you worried about like why i am how i how i am about it but like it is what it is and it's just a thing that i i deal with and i'm i'm okay with being afraid about that okay i mean it's unfortunate, but it's the reality for now. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think that's all I have for okay. now. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, I guess the last question I have is like, do you want the apartment, or or do you want to find a new one? I I think you should keep it because you are familiar with it, and it's like a good safe space for you and I'll figure out uh, a new thing. I can help you like I can help you with that if you, if you want. I don't want to overstep as friends. Like I don't want to like I want to leave that roommate space as soon as possible. If not on a literal level, on an emotional level. Like I want to go I want to not be in that roommate space mentally even if I am still there physically until you're packed up. So like, sure. I guess if you need help looking for a place or moving or anything, Thank you. I'm around and I can get some of the firefighter guys to help out. That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks. I'm, I think, I think what would probably be, probably be best is if I find it on my own and then we can like, uh, a good friend activity would be like helping me move out. That'd be great. I, I, I would like that. That would, that sounds like a good friend thing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's still time, so I should get cracking on that then to make it yeah. smooth and easy. So, all right. Um, well, I'm thank you. Head out then. Yeah, I got some stuff I got to do. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And that's game. <laughs> we that did it. <laughs> really good and really emotional. And now we should take a few minutes, uh, per the rules, and take a few minutes and talk things over. And what a see game! How we're feeling. <laughs> that was a really good game. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm really happy that I got to do the robot one. Yeah, me too. What a good one. I know. There's <laughs> a ch- so there is a chart of secrets that Meg has that she reveals to Frank over the course of the game. And then there's a second list of Gonzo secrets, <laughs> and I was going through it. And it's like a random chart. You roll 46. And number 15 is I'm an android. And I was like, oh, please let me. I was like, I could have just picked it. But I was like, I want to roll it. And yeah, then I rolled android. That's so good. Oh, it's a good. It was good. I'm glad so how are you it. feeling? Are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm feeling really good. I feel like that 
went really well and like there was a lot to it i like that there was things both of us had to say to the other person and there was top you know we had to talk through it wasn't just about meg being a robot i liked the roommate stuff a lot that was good and yeah i thought really i felt really good about it i like that they have this what to do at the end section that's uh the the debrief being a part of the game i think is Mm -hmm. a good addition yeah (sighs) that was there the one thing i will say that i noticed during the, the whole conversation was i did not anticipate so much uh coming out esque discussion to come out of that. Yeah. Despite the fact that I was quite literally like coming out. That was good. I, I really liked that. <laughs> it was so much. It caught me off guard. <laughs> it got personal in a way that I did not anticipate. Yeah. But <sighs> uh there was a robot is a way to talk about so many different things. Yes. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> like the one minute of tinfoil hat <laughs> we can treat this like this for one minute one minute <laughs> oh and you owned that minute that was very good thank you it was oh. fun uh Kat, thank you so much for coming to party of one this was great oh thank you jeff thank you so much for having me this was this was delightful this was very good mm-hmm. very very good so real quick before we wrap up where can people find you online uh they can find me at at wolves are cool at uh on twitter uh, with uh cool spelled like my last name k-u-h-l excellent thank you so much for coming on the show this was awesome and i'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show <laughs> take a future me Thanks, Pass Me. And thanks again to Kat for coming on to the show. That game was honestly amazing. That game was so, so good. Be sure to follow Kat on Twitter at Kat underscore cool underscore. Also, be sure to follow the Autonomic Twitter account for updates on the show. That's at Autonomic Pod. And the Never Tell Me the Pods Twitter account for great Star Wars content at NTMT Pods. Also, be sure to check out the show notes below for more information about the sky is gray and you are distressed. I am madly in love with this game. It is a game I've wanted to play on the show for so long, and I'm so happy that we really got to do it. It's really good. Check the show notes. Then, while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Discord. Talk to us about professional wrestling, the show, role-playing games, whatever people want to talk about. If you enjoy the show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation to a friend. All of those things helps new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also consider backing our Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus materials, mini podcasts, and interviews, and Patreon dollars go pay for hosting fees, equipment costs, convention appearances, all the little things that keep the show running. If you listen to this episode and thought, oh, I just wish I could listen to Jeff talk for another, like, 45 minutes to an hour just to one other person, boy, have I got a podcast for you. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, spin it into an original fantasy character, and populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you're interested in coming onto the show, whether you are a podcaster, a game designer, a professional wrestler, a writer, actor, comedian, film critic, kaiju, financial guru, or you just love a good role-playing game, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. 
Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody.